Hello, hello, hello. You know what time it is. You hear that sound? It's time for me to make a really nice cup of tea. <laughs> Let me go get my water. One moment. You're listening to Saycon Talks with Saycon Simbla. Hey, hey, y'all. Yes, you are listening to Saycon Talks. I just got my tea going. I got a um, nice loose leaf, you know, self-straining <laughs> Earl Grey Lavender. It's got black tea, lavender flowers, orange peels, blue corn flowers, natural vanilla flavor, natural bergamot flavor, and natural cream flavor. And it smells so good. I have not tasted it yet. This cup is way too hot. This trying to be cute. I'm using this little cute cup, but... This cup is hot, y'all. I'm going to stir it up a little bit. I uh, sweetened it with some, um, like a pinch of honey. And I also added some almond milk to it. And the uh, it's it's a regular almond milk, so the almond milk is pretty sweet for me. I, I do like sweets. I love sweets, but I don't like my tea too sweet, to be honest. I like to be able to taste the... The flavors without it being like overcrowded by sugar you know um but yeah you guys and uh just a little bit earlier um as you may see on the instagram page i had a beautiful um juice that i made Ooh, drop something um and that juice was delicious i'm gonna keep it all the way real i made it yesterday <laughs> i made it yesterday but i was on my way out the door I made it. I knew I had time. And so I made it. I said, okay, I'm going to drink it tomorrow, which is today. So it had pear, kale, uh, celery, and cilantro. And it was delicious, you guys. That cilantro and that pear together just set off my taste buds. Super delicious. It was a green juice. It was a little um, a, a hair thicker than some juices can be. Uh, I have a little baby juicer. I'm not a professional juicer. Um, I just got a little little baby juicer. So I, 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 I do like one cup at a time or sometimes I do juice shots. But it was really delicious. But I'm starting off this episode with this nice Earl Grey lavender. Um, what kind of tea are you drinking today? You are listening to Saycon Talks. Like Saycon Singla on Facebook. Hey, what's up, Saycon Talks listeners? Don't forget to search Saycon or search Saycon Simblo to hear my music. Download it, play it, stream it, enjoy it. Please support. Thanks again for listening. So here we are. I'm excited to be back uh, back on the mic. I have been processing a lot as an artist, um, as an entertainer, and just as a human being. And so um, it's been a while since I did a fresh new episode. And just, you know, figuring out how to manage everything um, has been a really exciting learning curve for me. So I appreciate you guys' patience. 
I'm going to jump right on into it, though, you guys. Fantasia, Fantasia, Fantasia. We all love Fantasia. Um, Fantasia Barino has been in the media um, as of late. People are talking about her, thinking about her, and watching her interview. She has a new album dropping soon, I believe in October. Yes, I believe she said October 11th on The Breakfast Club, <clears throat> which was uh, this awesome interview I just watched, or listened to, rather, um, in addition to, to watching a couple of things that people were talking about, checking out, reading a couple of articles online. So she has this new album coming out, and uh, the album is called Sketchbook. She has a tour that's coming, and I, you know, I'm not going to front y'all. I'm totally here for it. I love Fantasia. I'm a big fan of Fantasia. Um, so, you know, my opinion here might be a little biased, in addition to the fact that I actually um, have my own personal views about some of the stuff that she expressed. Um, of course, she was on Breakfast Club to talk about the music, because it is always about the music always about the artistry she's one of the baddest artists to ever do it um so talented so beautiful so passionate anybody who doesn't know who Fantasia Barino is um, I know I have a, some international listeners look she's international I don't even know why I'm giving this explanation but just in case you didn't know um Fantasia Barino is an artist who came to America's eyes um from our TV show American Idol she won that year I believe that she was on that show about 15 years ago and her her career took off she came up as a vocalist in the church and so she's one of those artists that just gives you that that type of serious church gospel voice um, a lot of soul a lot of rock in her voice and then for me I, I find her voice to be extremely sweet at the same time which is which is right in my wheelhouse. I love a sweet voice. She's sweet. She's raspy. You know, she's amazing. And um, so, yeah, she has this new album coming out and she got into this interview and a lot of people are talking about it. It's a little controversial. I have my own personal experience with Fantasia. Um, some of you may know I was a part of the um, original OG original original production of the color purple um the musical this show started off i was in workshops and readings and things and eventually we went to atlanta where i played the role of nettie um uh, Celie's baby sister um if you don't know the story of the color purple it's about these two girls who grow up in the american south trying to grow and and they experience a lot of tyranny as young women um, I played Nettie in that original production and I went on to go do a show called Wicked and I was not invited to the Broadway production. I'll keep it all the way real, honey. They, they bought me out and they replaced me with another actress, um, many might know from uh, Hamilton fame, Miss Renee Ellis Goldsberry. Eventually, um, after, so, so the show, the role of Celie was originated by, the beautiful, wonderful, talented diva, LaChance, whom I love. So we did that show together initially. Eventually it became uh, LaChance and Renee. And then when LaChance left, um, I'm not sure if it was in this order because they were several people have played the role of Celie, uh, played the role of Nettie. But at a point, 
uh, Fantasia Barino stepped into the role of Celie on Broadway. While she was there, um, this was during the time that I was at Wicked, when my Wicked contract ended, my final Wicked contract ended, I had a little free time. I um, got a call about coming in to to be a, a standby or understudy for the roles of Celia and Nettie on Broadway while Fantasia was there. Make a long story short, I ended up going into the show um, as her understudy slash standby. And I will never forget. <laughs> I'm going to have a little sip of tea. <laughs> oh, so delicious. Um, I will never forget the day that I met Fantasia. I met Fantasia. She didn't have, she wasn't dressed. She had like her, her undergarments on. We had like this little bodysuit that we wore under the um, costumes. It's like a bodysuit. They can put your mic pack and put your you know, different stuff in and make it so you can make quick changes. So she just had on this flesh tone bodysuit. I, I, uh, I mean, upon meeting her, I was like, whoa, she ain't got no clothes on. I remember this because she had just gotten a new tattoo. And so she had, you know, when you get a tattoo and they put the plastic wrap thing, it was this tattoo on her leg. And oh my God, Fantasia has the prettiest skin. Her skin was just chocolate sunshine. She was just glowing. And she's like, come on in. She told me, come into the dressing room. I came in. I'm I'm trying to look her in the eye and not be like, oh, my God. She has the most beautiful skin, the most beautiful body. Um, You know, I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, but I came on in. She was very welcoming. I sat with her for a bit. You know, she was getting ready for the show. And eventually around that time, she ended up having, um, God bless her, she ended up having some vocal issues. And I thought this little six-week, quick little check, quick little, you know, new Broadway credit was going to be easy breezy. I'd be in and out. And lo and behold, she did end up um, taking off uh, for a little bit of time because she had to have uh, some type of uh, vocal rest or something. So um, I did go on during that time. I went on as Celie. I never went on for Nettie, which was my original role, but... I digress. That's just my little story on how I met Fantasia. We'll be back in a moment. So, yeah, being on Broadway with her, um, I, you know, I, I was so, um, I really just, I, she's a very likable person. A lovely spirit. I'm not going to front. We are not besties. She may not even remember my name. That was a long time ago. I'll keep it all the way real. But she's just, um, I don't know. You know, some people will say somebody is anointed. You get that feeling when you're around her. I mean, I know she's just a human being like you and me, but that's just my my thought. Anyway, um, this interview that she did on The Breakfast Club is just got everybody all in their feelings. And I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I feel like everybody's always in their feelings about something lately because we're all really trying to police everyone's opinions, police everyone's emotions, um, police everyone's thoughts. And um, I'm definitely all about free speech and free thought. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to to have free speech, you know, here in this country. And so I, you know, I, I'm going to um, talk a little bit about a comment that Fantasia made during her interview. 
During her interview, of course, she's there to talk about the music. But of course, people wonder. She's a talented woman. She's a celebrity. They want to know about her love life, her 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 uh, personal life. And she she delved a little bit into that. Um, she mentioned um, how she met her husband and how their relationship works. And one of the things she described was how quickly their romance happened, how they met at a club. Um, one night she was trying to leave and he came over to her and after his drunken friend was all in her face, he came over and apologized on behalf of his friend, assured her that he was not like that and proceeded to convince her and her girls to stay a little bit longer. And, you know, fast forward time here, they are married, happily married. So she told a really sweet story about that. And she just talked about how they get along so well. And one of the things she said, which had everybody's panties and drawers in a bunch, was that uh, she mentioned the word submission. She said that she submits to her man. She made a comment, you know, something about why women, a lot of independent women, quote unquote, independent women. I can't quote her. OK, let me just say this. I'm just paraphrasing. She made a comment regarding how ind- independent women or or certain women of today um, aren't able to keep relationships because they don't know when to submit or how to submit to their man. And again, I'm just paraphrasing um, the basic sort of topic of it, um, but it's it's quite a controversial um, opinion here in 2019 because, you know, everyone, most people are of the opinion um, that everyone is equal, that everyone should do, you know, the same thing. Everyone should have the same level of respect. Um Etc. Etc. People have very specific and clear feelings about um, role play, about uh, gender roles, about what men should do, what women should do, how we should interact with each other. And Fantasia was describing um, and what some might call old fashioned or some might call an archaic way of thinking to say that the woman is to submit to the to the man. She said that her husband is the head of her household. She said, he's the head and I'm the neck. She said, he's the king and I'm the queen. And uh, on that episode of Breakfast Club, there was uh, DJ Envy and also Angela Yee. Charlemagne uh, was not there. Um, And I was reading in the comments, some people were saying they were glad that he wasn't there. (laughs) You know, Charlemagne likes to cut up. He likes to, he likes to get on the, uh, he definitely plays the jokester. He plays the trickster quite a lot. He has that trickster energy. So he jumps in on people, you know, with conversations and, and he can be a little tough. So people were saying they were glad he wasn't there because they really enjoyed this conversation. So it's interesting listening to Envy, who is a married man. He's been married for many years. He has many children with his wife and uh, Angela Yee, who is I believe she's in a relationship to my understanding, I, I definitely listen to Breakfast Club here and there. I, I love my, y'all know, I, I, I be in these YouTube streets. I be in these YouTube streets. I love YouTube. I love listening to these types of talk shows. And anyway, it was just an interesting conversation because Fantasia felt very strongly and very firmly about this. And she used it as an, as an example to say, this is why I am happily married now. She basically said, the reason I'm happily married now is because I learned how to shut my mouth Listen to what my man has to say and let my man lead. 
And when I looked in the comments, um, because this interview came out a a day or two ago, um, so people have had a chance to watch it, digest it, and, and make their own comments and opinions. When I looked into the comments, I saw a lot of people, a lot of women and a lot of men were agreeing with her. And um, I must say that I also agree. And this is tough. You know, I always say to people like my friends, close friends would know this about me. Those from the outside looking in, they see me doing a lot of stuff. I'm always, you know, I'm doing TV, I'm singing, I'm, I'm dancing, I'm acting, I'm, I'm hosting, I'm, I'm promoting jewelry, I'm doing all kinds of things, right? And people would think that I would uh, be of a different sort of ilk. But I must say that in my own special nuanced way, I agree with what Fantasia was saying. Now, of course, this particular topic cannot be broken down in one 30-minute interview. It wasn't even, the interview was about her music, and maybe that was a a four-minute section of this interview you know this particular topic cannot be broken down in four minutes right but I do believe that she was a wonderful conduit to open this topic this is a topic that I have wanted to discuss for some time Um, I tread carefully uh, but I know from just for the for the sake of my life and for the sake of my podcast being successful, I know that I need to dig a little deeper into topics. Um, I've, I've always been a very careful person. Maybe it's my the Libra in me that makes me really try to balance it out a little bit. But I know like actually taking an opinion and having a thought is uh, is what really um, gets people to to kind of check in whether whether they hate what you say or whether they love what you say. So, you know, I must take a moment to jump in and applaud Fantasia. Y'all hear that? I'm applauding Fantasia Barino. As a woman, as a woman in entertainment, as a woman who might be considered an alpha female, I do seek an alpha male who has leadership skills. Honey, where my leader at? Where my man at? Where my king at? Um, Any ladies who who can hear me and who have this same opinion, Please let me know. Um, let me know if you agree, how you feel, if you know what I'm talking about. I feel Fantasia on this. Um, and I've always um, felt this way. Um, for me, I really do believe this is not just a thing between men and women, you know, in whatever type of relationship that someone is in, um, whatever type of relationship. A couple is in there's got to be yin and there's got to be yang okay there's got to be the polarity you know polarity is what works it's why batteries charge and energize you know our <laughs> our items we put batteries in our in our radios we put batteries in our remote controls whatever they they energize because of the polarity And between two people, there has to be someone who takes more of a leadership role in certain areas and someone who falls back in certain areas. That is across the board. And um, at the risk, not meaning any offense to our Native American listeners, you know, there can be a chief and there can be, uh, you know, the followers, right? Everybody, you can't have like 12 chiefs, you know? And so... 
I think that it was controversial because of how she said it a little bit. You know, when she said, you know, sometimes we need to fall back. We need to shut our mouth and listen to what our man got to say. You know, the, the general saying that in such a general way can can definitely ruffle some feathers. It can make people say, what you mean? Shut, shut my mouth. I can say whatever I want. And, you know, I really I pretty much would guarantee you I can't put words in Fantasia's mouth. I'm not Fantasia. I'm not her speaker. I'm not her keeper. But I'm pretty sure she is not describing some abusive, oppressive situation. What she is describing is the yin and yang, the balance um, that some might call gender roles, um, even if it's in other types of relationships. Um, some might call just relationship roles. And she, I believe that she was alluding in that quick little moment, she was alluding to the fact that someone has to take the lead and someone has to know when and how to fall back. I know for myself as a woman, I know that I function best when I am with a man who knows what he wants and knows where he's going in the world. I do a lot of things in my work and I also really enjoy falling into um, that that feminine side. I enjoy falling into the side of me that that wants to be led, that appreciates a man who knows what he wants and is clear. I don't want to be coming up with everything and, and running the show. That's just not that's just not who I am. And I'm pretty sure that um, as hard as Fantasia works, I'm pretty sure that's um, the same for her as well. I want to uh, I'm pulling up right now the definition, um, the definition of yin and yang. Uh, let's see. Wikipedia. Let's get let's let's get this Wikipedia popping. I love Wikipedia. I try to donate once a year. You know when they have that little that little link up, like hey, donate. I like to donate. The Chinese philosophy Yin and Yang. Literally, dark, bright, negative, positive, is a concept of dualism in ancient Chinese philosophy, describing how seemingly opposite or contrary forces may actually be complementary interconnected and interdependent in the natural world and how they may give rise to each other as they interrelate to one another. In Chinese cosmology, the universe creates itself out of a primary chaos of material energy organized into the cycles of yin and yang and formed into objects and lives. Yin is the receptive and yang the active principle seen in all forms of change and difference such as annual cycle winter and summer. The landscape, north-facing shade and south-facing brightness, sexual coupling, female and male, the formation of both men and women as characters, socio-political history, disorder and order. And it goes on and on and on. Now, I don't mean to get all crazy with the with the Wikipedia and all this and that and the other and the Chinese proverbs and uh, you know, you, you give me long enough, I'll start pulling up African proverbs and all kinds of sayings from various cultures all over the world but there is something to it for harmony in any type of relationship no matter what two people is between um, people being able to have that polarity is what helps to I guess I say helps to strengthen the bond between two people um, you know every 
couple is different. Sometimes, uh, you know, every couple is different. And knowing who is the person who takes leadership in certain areas in the relationship and who falls back, you know, that's a very nuanced thing depending on the individual, depending on the person and how they, you know, how they rock and roll in life. Um, but I definitely think there's something to what Fantasia is saying for sure. Y'all have to pardon me. My my stew, my 16 bean stew uh, is ready. Ah, it's ready oh. <laughs> and it tastes so good. I had to stop and take a little take a little taste. Do you know in the middle of this podcast I paused, went and chopped up some onions and some celery and threw it over in that pot. Then I came back and talked some more. Then I paused and I went and threw some some kale over in that pot. Um I'm not a vegetarian, but this this is a vegetarian dish. Um no meat in it, but it came out really really good, very tasty. Um and just good for my soul good for my soul i'm recording this podcast on a day that i'm about to attend a party um for the artist laulu he's releasing music and he's having this pop-up shop and i cannot wait i'm gonna go i'm gonna do my hair and makeup and get ready as soon as i finish with this podcast so maybe one day i'll do one of those get ready with me videos that some some people like to watch anyway um i must say that there's something to it and the whole thing that I think is really important with people is is finding the balance in that, you know, balance and time. Timing is everything, you know, and I will say that because of the issues that have been happening in society between men and women, and I can only I'm I'm a heterosexual, so I can only speak from my heterosexual experience. And I'm speaking to that experience um, in general. But a lot of the issues that happen between men and women, you know, a lot of that stuff is based off of experiences people had in the past, how they saw their parents being toward one another, you know, how they witnessed their uncles and aunties or other relationships. And so people carry a lot of baggage um, and opinions based off of what they saw and what they feel is the best way for relationships to work. And what I believe is really important is for for each individual to find the nuance in how you get along with the person. Something that I have um, experienced as of late in my my New York dating life is that people, um, you know, don't get me wrong, I am a woman who believes in um, submitting to each other and I believe in that that yin and yang balance that polarity of course right the feminine and the masculine I really believe in that but I do believe that timing is important and so when you meet a person you know you have to take time incorporating a person into your life the thing is you have to actually also be willing to incorporate a person into your life I think within months of knowing a person if you've been going out hanging out spending time together um you know if, if you've met the person's close friends or family or associates i think there is a time where you start to incorporate the person into your personal life i think that's very important at the risk of grossing y'all out from chewing my brother can't stand it when i smack he'd be like stop smacking um I can honestly say because of the intricacies of my 
fast-paced career, the travel that happens, the random auditions and appointments, the irregular schedule, I must say that dating has been difficult for me because people, I, I will meet a guy and he will want like that week to be like brought into my my personal life, my schedule, my, you know, to be on the gram with me, you know, and I'm very, very private um, as as anyone who follows me online may know, you know, you don't necessarily see who I'm dating or who I'm going out with, you know, on my social media, although I love social media. I pretty much only display my career um, things and, and just things, thoughts that are on my mind, things that I like, things in entertainment that I'm watching. I'm not on there like displaying relationships and putting all my stuff out there like that. Um, so I, you know, I really do believe you must actively incorporate a person into your life. But I think there is timing, you know, timing has to be right. I dated someone who after six months of dating, you know, said to me, you know, I don't believe that that I should be incorporating you into my life. You know, um, I like my life the way it is and this is how it is. And and so I had to step away from that situation because I felt that the person wanted to keep me sort of uh, compartmentalized. Now, with this type of life with this life and entertainment, compartmentalization is definitely important in order to just keep your sanity. But as you start to fuse your life and, and become a part of someone's life, have a relationship, then coming together and talking and really communicating is so key and so important. You know, I, as, um, as a woman, I want to do a, I'm going to actually do a topic on, on beauty a podcast on beauty. As a woman, I enjoy my beauty. I enjoy dressing up. I enjoy my femininity. I enjoy the things that I feel inside of myself that make me a woman because being a woman is not about hair and makeup and outfits for sure. Um, I enjoy that very much, but I also seek to be with a person who wants to balance with me with that, who wants to be the yang to my yin, <laughs> so to speak. Fantasia talked about a man stepping up to cover you. And that's what I seek in my own personal life. I, I want that coverage. And so in order to allow a man to cover you, he has to be the right type of man. He has to be a man who's capable of leading you. And every woman, um, any woman who's into this particular type of lifestyle or any person for that matter, who feels that they would like to be the 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 feminine side of their relationship um, needs a person who is capable of leading if that's what's going to happen, if that's what that person is going to do, you know. Um, so I'm so thankful that I'm able to uh, let me tell you, all I'm thankful for the Internet. I love the Internet. I love going online, researching, reading, studying, watching videos, seeing you know, what people are out here talking about and where people's minds are. And so I was really excited for that topic to come up um, with Fantasia. I'm curious to know what your opinions are, what your thoughts are on the matter. And um, if you are enjoying this podcast, uh, be sure to click the link on Anchor. You will see where you can support 
artists like me who are doing podcasts, who are talking about positive things and putting ourselves out there. Uh, this has been another episode of Saycon Talks. Thank you for listening. Follow Saycon Simblo on Instagram. Follow Vintage Pop Soul on Instagram. And follow Saycon Talks on Instagram. Follow Saycon Simbla on Twitter. Honey Wax.